Hey guys, it's Connor Miller here from the Geek Garage Podcast. And I just wanted to thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash the Geek Garage Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash Geek Garage Pod. Check us out on Instagram for some silly photos. Or check out the reruns of our live streams on youtube.com slash two player media. I am Bacon. Once again, we're so glad that you joined us. Uh, we I'm not, have. I'm not. He is. I'm not. We have today uh, episode six. If, uh, in case you are keeping track at home, if you're not, uh, this is episode six. And get um, your fucking shit together. All right, Connor. Just sorry. Your sorry. Jets. Sorry. Well, uh, today we're going to be talking about six video games that we think are swell. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty what alliteration. Do you, what, do you, what do you think about that? It's going to be pretty great, but before we get started on Wait, our main where, where topic. Hold on. No, hold on. Hold on. What was alliteration about that? It was six. And then there was another S word. And there was there. another S word. Is that? At the very end of the sentence. Six. Uh, hey, can you do me a favor real quick? Yeah. Can you just go ahead and Google alliteration? <laughs> I know what alliteration means. Fucking idiot! Billy booked the te- the Bean Town Bake. You can't even say your Billy booked shit the Bean Town right. Bake. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we are going to that's that's our topic. Um, but before we get into it, we are going to do our uh, our thing that we do before every episode since like two episodes ago. Cry. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's it's who the fuck are you pointing at? Everyone. Uh, you. Not you. Uh, yeah, you're fine. Uh, you, you're fine. Yeah, you over sh- there. You're you fine. shut the you're fuck fine. up. You, you know who I'm talking to. Fuck you. Yeah. Don't look at me. Don't look at me like that. The camera's Where's looking at me. Where's the volume coming from? Nothing. Continue. Okay. The doctor said I should stop taking my medication. <laughs> the doctor said I should stop taking my medication, David. <laughs> Guys, shall we do the uh, the nerdy news update? I got a nerdy news update for you. I got you? I got a nutty what? nutty nerd news for your nuts. Are you nutting it up? Well, I don't I don't need that, but I need the nerdy news update. Andrew, you want to fill me in on what's been going on in uh, your world of yeah, nerdy you news? You wouldn't guess what I'm going to talk about again. I'm going to guess it's uh, it's a giant bottle of Pepto Bismol. Um, close. Okay. So it's another Star Wars Where headline. Get the uh, fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. So the first footage of uh, episode eight, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, was shown to the investors and other important folks at Disney. Cool. And uh, some of the, so there were some tweets. There's some leaked tweets that got out that, uh, I don't know where I'm wearing these headphones because um, they're not plugged in, are they? They're not plugged in at all. And <laughs> I, didn't I sound so. like I'm in I a tunnel. I wasn't going to say anything. No, if, we were if just going to let you do the <laughs> you whole podcast. You guys are going to let me do that If you want to wear the time. headphones to, Man, to feel great. special, no, no, that's um, fine. So they, they show the first footage of these important people, and there were some tweets that happened, and basically they described kind of the what was going on in the footage that was shown. Apparently there's a 
you actually, you know, Ray actually hands Luke Skywalker the the lightsaber that she brought to him, and he asks her, "Who who are you?" That is his first spoken line in the movie. And then there's shots of uh, Poe Dameron and the X-wing fighter doing some cool shit. There's shots of uh, Finn in a First Order officer uniform um, alongside. Um, a new character played by actress Kelly Marie Tran, um, who I guess they're... Who's that? I don't... Oh, she's a new actress. She's a new actress for the I, film. I thought you meant, like, new to the film. I, I, uh, I mean, she's you know she's new to the franchise as an actor, but she, um, I guess it looks like they're, like, infiltrating, I don't know, the First Order or something okay. like that. And then um, and then there's um, shots of Chewie, Yellen, cool. and Leia, and just Luke saying things and apparently a lot of ray just spinning the shit out of the lightsaber Excellent. like i guess she's she's getting pretty solid so cool. there you go that's what was apparently shown so we do have star wars celebration uh coming up soon the big star wars con that's in uh, orlando this year go figure cool. and that will I, I would assume we'll get a trailer in and around that time nice. so very exciting isn't so that kind of when the first uh or the the first trailer for uh episode seven episode came seven dropped um as far as the teaser that dropped independently of any kind, but they did show the first theatrical-looking trailer. Like, tra- I'm sorry, the second teaser. There were like five trailers. Was shown the second teaser, like really good teaser, was mm-hmm. shown at at celebration. Okay, so cool. Yep. Well, that's something to look forward to. Uh, Connor, you want to go next? Nope. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, I will go next then. Uh, my nerdy news update is uh, we finally, finally have our first fucking footage. Of uh, Thor Ragnarok. That's I'm cool. Fucking excited. I thought you were going to say Bigfoot, and I was about to get real excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be pretty exciting, though. No, um, we've been. Well, waiting. You don't like the Patterson Gimlin footage? There's something wrong with that. What are we getting? On, why don't we get on that, David? <laughs> it no. seems like we've been waiting for forever uh, for something. Like it comes out this year, and up until today, we didn't have a fucking plot line. Like, we had no idea what the movie was going to be about, except for the people that kind of read the comic books and could maybe guess. Uh, but me, being a, a layman and not reading the comic books... Like Do you know what idiot. Ragnarok means? Um, I want a Ragnarok! Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> somebody, no, that's somebody not take it. the lightning bolt It is the term chest. for the uh, Norse um, apocalypse. Okay. Um, in, in Norse mythology, which is what Thor is rooted in, that refers to their end of days. It's also and the so, term that people use when they name their video games and don't know what they're talking about in Japan. <laughs> I think at one point in time I did look it up, like mm-hmm. on Wikipedia, like at least Ragnarok in the in the um, the comic books, and as a definition by itself. Yeah. Um, but that was a while ago when they first announced the movie title, which of course was. You know, I'm, a I'm year excited or two ago. for for Jeff Goldblum and group. Uh, that kind of gets into the meat of what uh, what I wanted to talk about just for a few seconds. They yesterday they released uh, actual photos from the set and mm-hmm. from clips and stuff like that, and they had a fucking hilarious picture of Jeff Goldblum like in costume. Okay, <laughs> swirly. Have you swirly have you guys? I seen haven't it? seen Jeff got, Goldblum in costume little, yet, but I'm gonna pull little, that up because pull it, it up. sounds incredible. It's it's uh, if you haven't seen it yet. Um, do yourself a favor. Just Google. Just Google it and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yep. Yep. That, there it is. That is awful. Um. So you have uh, Jeff Goldblum. I. I. I'm. I'm uh, a. Looking. I'm a. I'm a Thor guy. <laughs> I. Uh, yes. Yes. We're. We're. We're thawing it up. Um. And then you have Chris Hemsworth, who has short hair, 
And I'm definitely not sexually attracted to Chris Hemsworth at all. Not even a little bit. You've never no. been known to be like that. Um, I, absolutely not. Um, he's got no hair. He cut yeah, his hair. Uh, so uh, according to uh, – I, I read a little bit of the plot line, and I don't want to try and summarize it because uh, I wouldn't do it very well, but they kind of – he gets kicked out of Asgard or, like, Something happens. He winds up on another planet, the planet that Jeff Goldblum's character kind of like rules, quote unquote. And he holds like gladiator battles. And that's where uh, that's where um, Banner comes in. Hulk. The Hulk. Um, and he's apparently there like participating in these gladiator battles. Hmm. And um, I guess Thor winds up participating in these battles, whether against his will or... Uh, for fun, I'm not sh- exactly sure, but he's there, and somehow he loses his hair. I don't know why, but that's... Because, because Thoriel is <laughs> worth it. <laughs> uh, that's so, an old fucking meme. God damn it. So, yeah, that's that's about it. Um, they actually, it's on uh, IGN right now. It's, like, on the very front page. To or, me, it, it um, sounds like the freaking Thor and Hulk buddy cop movie. That's exactly how IGN described it. Yeah. Was, uh, it's basically a, a, a Thor and Hulk buddy cop um, romp across the galaxy sounds type situation. awesome and, to me. And there, uh, it also uh, is going to have... Doctor Strange for a small period of time, and uh, they are going to do. They're going to do um, more setting up of uh, Avengers: um, Infinity War. Oh yeah. Um, Have you seen the uh, the little sizzle reel slash making of thing that's coming? Yeah, yeah. I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. So that yeah, oh, yeah. looked great. Yeah. Really Everybody excited. is in that movie. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Good. It, it, it's more like who isn't in that movie. Mm-hmm. So, Connor, what do you got? So, if you like anime, boy. I thought you were going to say if you like Hannah Montana. If you like <laughs> Hannah Montana. <laughs> I have some news for you. you She's fucking dead. Miley Cyrus is alive and well, though. <laughs> Damn it. So, they killed the wrong one. So. Wrong kid died. <laughs> wrong kid died. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, and, and some fun anime news. I don't know if you've been keeping up with Dragon Ball Super at all, any of you <laughs> Dragon Ball Super fans, but Goku, Goku is the fucking, like, main villain of Dragon Ball now. Like, like he's, he fucked up. Like, Isn't he, he like, dark Goku now? Or no, 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 no. That was, uh, this fucking black Goku, Zamasu, fusion bullshit thing. And it was cool. It was, like, a cool little arc, but, nah, evil Goku's dead. Like, okay. that guy's got wiped out. So there's actual Goku. So actual Goku fucked up. <laughs> he fucked up bad. So he went to Zeno-sama, who is uh, the creator of everything. Uh, they're like friends, I guess, because Goku's just fucking friends with everybody, and Zeno-sama has, like, the personality of a child. So they get along great, because Goku's basically retarded. <laughs> so um, uh, basically what happens is... He, he goes and approaches Zenosama and he starts talking to him and he's like, I want to fight all the strongest guys out there. I want to fight them all. I'm going to fight them. I want to bring all the universes together. We'll just, the multiverse will fight. And so Zenosama was like, cool. Yeah, let's do it. And so one day, uh, Zenosama's friend comes down. It's, it's, they're called angels of the show. They come down and it's like, okay, here's the rules for the tournament for all the universes. If you lose, your universe literally gets erased. 
cool. Yeah, so he hey. fucked up because everybody's going to die. Hey, who's who's the green person? Piccolo? Uh, There's a is, lot of green people now, okay. though. Okay, well, uh, is he green because he ate way too many veggies? Or is that like a, a he's vitamin? He's a slug man, and that's racist. <laughs> he's green because he's fucking green. He's a slug man. <laughs> okay. He's a slug man, David. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, I've never watched Dragon Ball. Do you have a beard because you ate like six cats and the hair just grew out of your face? That's no. terrifying concept. But if that's the truth, then why? Then, then we got a lot of dead skin coming out of our bodies <sighs> when we sleep and just suck that skin right off our oh face. I don't God. know if that happens or All not. Right, anyway, the, the, the rest of the anime news uh, to fucking give you, uh, uh, we're looking at uh, Attack on Titan Season 2 coming cool. out. So it's pretty cool. Uh, we are introduced to the Dancing Titan, the Ape Titan. You see Aaron Yeager fighting the colossal titan and the armored titan which looks super fucking cool uh no sign of the female titan so she's probably still trapped or something i don't know i don't know what happens to her so have they discovered more it looks like there's more good titans like not bad titans yeah dancing titan's a good titan okay uh oh wait Shh. Nah, if you haven't read the manga i'm sorry um ape titan's scary he's angry he's a and big he's, old gorilla man and he's real smart um so that's, yeah, Attack on Titan Season 2 coming out this spring. Looks really fucking cool. Uh, Boku no Hero Academia, or My Hero Academia, is getting a Season 2 coming out this spring as well. And it starts the tournament um, of all the students. It's the sports festival. And basically, that means they're just going to beat the shit out of each other with all their superpowers, which super exciting. We get to see Deku actually do some shit now that he's learning how to control his powers. Um, and aside from that, what else was coming out? Is there anything else that I can think of? There are several new episodes of Rachel Ray. <laughs> so if you want to learn how to make a great a great meal in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> All right, we're going to Rachel we're, Ray. We're going to add some garlic to the gumbo. Oh my machine did you. And we're going to was that? We're going to we're going to have we're going to have Daniel taste this. Daniel. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's a fist of the North Star joke. She punched the soup and he ate it. <laughs> shall we? Died. Shall we progress to our uh, main story Why? today? Go ahead. Let's do it. <laughs> you you may. All right. So, like I said, uh, we are doing six video games that we think are swell that we that we like, and we actually, when we came up with them, we wanted to make sure that we kind of covered. A bunch of different genres uh, of video games that are out there. Okay, but why though? Do you want to? I mean, this was kind of your your idea. Okay, but why though? Um, sure, uh, I guess I don't fucking. I did, I was just asking you yeah, why. Yeah, I know you you were doing that weird thing that where you were putting into the translator. Why? Why? Why, but Dave? Ask why me are, fucking why. Dave. Dave. Why? Why? Why are we talking Dave, about video why? games? This part is definitely getting cut out. Oh fuck you. <laughs> All right, go for it. Finish it. Come on. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. No, you're sorry. all right. I'm you're sorry. all right. It's fine. Would um, you like a pork rind? <laughs> Gross. No, that's that's stupid because, anyways. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk uh, talk about this. The no, I fucking lost my train of thought. Um, these six video games. We kind of came up with a bunch of different genres, and I think. All three of us have picked one from that uh, that's uh, kind of currently uh, that's contemporary, and one that's a little bit retro. Uh, I don't know about you, Connor. I, 
I didn't, but I can. No. Nah. I could change it. No, right it's okay. Now. It's okay. We're, well, yeah, we're, me and me and Andrew picked one uh, that's both contemporary and one that's uh, a little retro. So, um, Connor, since like I said, this was your idea. Uh, do you kind of want to elaborate a little bit more? I can. So when when I threw the idea out there, I told all these gentlemen, um, pick two games, different genres, uh, can be any console. And uh, it was kind of pretty straightforward how we came up with genres, just because, like, survival horror and JRPGs for me, that's that seems pretty simple. Andrew gets a hack and slash RPG and platformer, and mm-hmm. David, you're playing games now, so you just right. pick a couple. I Yeah, I just... Uh, I just <laughs> Uh, sprang for it and got the PS4 last week, and I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Man, it's uh, so unfortunate like... you picked the wrong console. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, they're both great. You know what? I can suck a fuck. Yeah, but what about Halo? Uh, yeah, you don't care. No, it's fine. No, I I mean, when I bought the 360, uh, back when they were selling, selling the, uh, the ODST... Uh, Halo 360 bundle mm-hmm. way back when uh, I bought it uh, just uh, so I could play Halo with everyone mm. and then they came out with Halo Reach and the gameplay changed and I was like fuck you so I didn't I wasn't I didn't play Reach <laughs> I did I nicknamed a whole it, lot <laughs> I played I nicknamed it <laughs> Halo Reach around because that's how I felt there you go. that's awesome Connor I, what video games did you pick Oh, me? What did I pick? Yeah. Oh. What are the two games that you like? Because we have wow. six total, two of us each. Yeah, are wow. we, we going to do round robin? Like, we each say one, and then we go back around, and you say the other sure, one? It, sure, doesn't fucking matter. Right. This is this is supposed to just be fun. Yeah, this is going to be a little bit less structured than our other episodes. Uh, our other episodes, we had, like, an outline and plans and this is going to be more of a general chit chat like we really haven't talked a whole lot about uh about what we're gonna what the hell is gonna happen so anything could happen okay so the the first one i wanted to talk about was uh a good old favorite of mine tackling that survival horror genre and it's kind of topical because we're getting it again resident evil 2 Mm. yay mm, mm, fucking sexy ass game so good um of course, if you haven't played Resident Evil 2, you play as Leon S. Kennedy, a brand new rookie cop for the Raccoon Police Department who comes into town and finds everybody's fucking dead. <laughs> I'm too cool to think, baby. I'm too cool to think, baby. That's a that's an inside joke about Leon that none of you will get, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, what's the no. plan? The plan is the plan. Okay, Leon, stop. Anyway, so uh, basically the, the plot of the game is you're in the fucking Raccoon City and you get in the police department. Uh, you end up meeting up with Claire Redfield, who is the sister of Chris Redfield from the first game. As uh, if you've watched our streams, you'll know who Chris is from our Resident Evil 5 playthrough. He's Stop a, touching me, Sheva. He's a son of a bitch. Yeah, Chris <laughs> is a son of a bitch. So, um, yeah, you've got the sister of Chris Redfield and Leon Kennedy and they go... And do this whole thing, yada, 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 and zombies and fun times ensue and dangerous explosions and a romance with a double agent who ends up dying but doesn't die and comes back. So Yeah, she's real great. And then cool. we get Resident Evil 4 and 5 out of 4 is my favorite, that. mainly because it's the only one that I've ever played. I mean, like, I think I played um, some of the other ones for, uh, like, the PS2 mm-hmm. um, and the PS1, like, 
back when you can go rent video games from like Blockbuster and sure. shit like that. I, I think I might have picked up like I could be confusing it with like Silent Hill or like Dino Crisis. You they remember play Dino Crisis? Very similar. I mean, Dino Crisis is Resident Evil with dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. Like, quite literally. I just remember, mechanics. like, being on a balcony and getting attacked by, like, flying fuckers. Yeah, Resident Evil 1. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think crows. that's also Dino Crisis. They're also known as crows. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Resident Evil 2, why I like it. Um, that it's pretty pretty self-explanatory. If you pop the is game it? in. It's It's not for me. If you pop the game in, you're going to find... Well, if you don't like tank controls, then you're just fucked. Did you say tank controls? Mm-hmm. What is what is it? Tank controls are when you press forward, you move forward. When you press backwards, you move backwards. Your mm. character does not turn around. They walk backwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. They walk backwards. When you press left or right, the character quite literally pivots. So when you're moving forward and want to go to the right... You have to press forward and then move slightly over, and your this is this moves type over. of gameplay is ringing a bell now. I remember yeah. it's very this. frustrating for some people who uh, who just can't handle. It's part of what well, makes the game scary, though. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's, to a degree, yeah. It, it's uh, it's what makes it uh, what makes it frustrating is that I was actually talking to someone about this today mm-hmm. that um, it's very hard for like people like me um, to go back and play old older games mm-hmm. for older systems because the controls for games now are like so advanced and they're like you have so many options and with you know like sidestepping and you know moving around because you got one toggle for you know moving back and forth mm-hmm. and you know, one toggle for basically looking around so you use them sim- simultaneously and once you get the hang of it it's very it's a very powerful tool uh, and going back and using like one toggle for like the N64 uh, is, you know, it's a little interesting, you know, going from playing a modern shooter and then popping in GoldenEye with a Nintendo 64 controller and yeah. being like, oh shit. Well, that's, <laughs> you know? you're, you're yeah. also talking about the dawn of those types of games during that that time period. I mean, we didn't have 3D FPS games as console. That just didn't happen. We the best we had at the time was Perfect Dark 007 and Duke Nukem. Like, yeah. we didn't right. get we didn't get yeah. anything viable until Halo Combat evolved. And that was the first console shooter that, that really was, was the first one because you had like some of the the original call of duty and ghost recon stuff and things like that coming out halo but, took it over but halo halo was the first mega console release to really really kind of modernize first person shooters and then when half-life came to ps2 people were like oh shit we can play pc games on consoles oh damn and then it was then the whole genre just cummed itself so get back to resident evil yeah. 2 because you like I've I've had the pleasure of sitting and watching you speed run that game, mm-hmm. and that's one of the funniest, most awesome things I've ever seen. There, I've never seen that? someone because Connor knows that game backwards and forwards, okay. and he knows how to do a thing with the controller to make Leon kind of glide across the screen. <laughs> and yeah, I just, is, I just make him Gumby ski through the just, game. He literally just—it's just. I mean, like you want to hear like Mario music while he's going, and he's just capping every zombie as he goes across the levels. And I can watch him beat that game in a couple of hours. It's hilarious. Yeah, it takes a couple hours for me to beat it. Um, is it is it third person? Yes. Yeah, it's well, the same. It's, it's a similar. It's a similar kinda. camera to the original Resident Evil, where it's it's the th- same. It's the same camera. Third camera. person or top down or right, where whatever you want to yeah, call it's it. And, and it's, it's cinematic fixed camera, fixed, fixed camera, camera, cinematic, cinematic yeah. stuff. And it's um, I I mean, 
I'll be honest with you, like my first experience with the game was after watching Connor play the game, being funny with it. Mm -hmm. And then I pick up the controller and I think it's just going to be this, you know, fun little, little time. And I'm playing it. And I'm like, Man, this game's fucking awesome. Like it's, I can't turn around. Though. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> really good. And it took the, um, the resident evil series from this, Oh, we're just inside of a mansion mm -hmm. to holy fuck. I'm in a city in and city. here's a police station. Now we're in here. Like it just, it brought, it was, it broadened the, the scope of where you're playing and everything. Much bigger you're in yeah. raccoon city and everything's fucked. Yeah. You know? So I mean, dude, I, I can tell why you love that game so much. It's, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, once once you pop it in and start playing, it's it's immediately endearing. You like the characters already. Leon is a totally likable character. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you you see more of him in four and and cutscenes and personality type stuff, which I think they they kind of skewed his personality and kind of made him a, a little bit weird in four. Like he's he's odd. He's a little different. He's they made little, him more. Different. They made him more like hair flippy, mysterious, yeah. like. He was. He was. He's just, almost like Charles Bronson. He is he's, in Resident Evil Four. He's Charles. Whereas in Two, he's just like, oh shit, I'm a cop, and what the? He's fuck not even is, a cop yet. What's going on in this yeah. town? And Resident Evil Four, it's I'm a cop. Yeah. Does <laughs> he have any cheesy one-liners like he does in well, Resident Evil Two? We'll find a cure. Not really. I mean, it's just like the voice acting's not super great. His hair is awful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah. I like to part my hair to where my hair looks like a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's always just so shocked that there's fucking zombies and shit. Like, what's so funny is he goes through the raccoon city. Get down! What is that? Yeah. He goes oh! through the raccoon city incident, is fully aware of weird shit happening. Mm -hmm. And then when he goes to Spain and things don't go exactly according to plan at the beginning of Resident Evil 4... He's like, holy shit, there's bad things. I'm like, motherfucker, you fought undead. <laughs> like, why? Why are you shocked? It's a, it, Basically, for anybody who hasn't really played survival horror, most of what makes survival horror what it is is you got to have some jump scares in there. Oh, yeah. In there. you got to have a heavy atmosphere. you got to have good music. you got to have tension. You've got to have... Uh, limitations. I think that's one of the most important things for survival horror is really putting you in the shit because most games, especially nowadays, they fucking baby spoon feed you every item, everything that you need. It's there in mass abundance. When you play Resident Evil the way it's supposed to be played, good luck finding enough fucking ammo to kill every zombie in the game. It's not going to happen. I've got a spoon, a bottle of Pepto, and a Ripped up newspaper. <laughs> I'm gonna go save the goddamn world. Yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick and choose your battles. It's, it's not like I can just kill it all. You can't. You can't just do that. You have to like run around shit. And the controls are difficult, but not impossible to learn. Um, they fixed them somewhat. And I say fixed loosely, being that it's quite literally just like they made it like Devil May Cry controls, like when running around kind of thing, uh, like hack and slash type movement, uh, which is weird with the fixed uh, cinematic angles. Um, but yeah, it's, you, you got to have all those elements. You got to have limitations. And when you are playing the game, when you get scared, it's got to be a control scheme where you can kind of fuck up. Like... Like, remember when we played Amnesia Dark Descent? Yeah. When you were running around and you'd fuck up and, like, light the lantern? Or in Outlast when you'd waste a battery? 
Yes. Things like that. Like, like, oh, fuck, I fucking forgot how to play. Well, I'm because I'm scared as shit. Like, yeah. Outlast got me to the point where there were certain times where I would just push a fucking button for no reason because yeah. I was in total panic. Yeah, mode. just trying to move and mm-hmm. do something. Resident Evil can be kind of like that uh, with the tank controls where it's like, I got to turn around. There's a big thing and I don't have a thing. And you go to turn around. And you're like, fuck, I forgot about quick turn. I forgot that I have to pivot like. And you'll just start walking back slowly, and you're like, oh, God, no, 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 it's just running now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I don't know. There's so many things I love about the game. It's a classic. It is widely regarded as, like, the best Resident Evil. Hmm. Like, everybody And tell us about what it. they're doing. Aren't they doing a... They are doing a full-on remake. Captain. Not a re-skinning like they they did with, uh, like, Resident Evil Zero when they re-released it. Um or the, or the original. HD remake of the HD remake of the HD remake of Resident Evil. Um, they, they're they doing it like they did when they remade Resident Evil 1 for GameCube. They're just rebuilding the game from the ground up. Brand new. Using the Resident Evil 7 engine that they have. The Resident Evil engine. So it's going to look like a, a PS4 or an Xbox One game. Yes, it but will. But it's, it's going to be like the same storyline as... It'll oh, be the yeah, exact the same, same game. game. Okay. But, but, but with but today's graphics. But gorgeous and probably new gameplay mechanics, new storyline twists, awesome. more options for things. Yeah, super they, excited about do it. Do they have a hard uh, release date for this? Or nope. is it just kind of, hey, we're they working keep, on this? They keep mentioning it every time Resident Evil gets brought up in some mm. kind of conference. When Capcom comes into play, they're just like, hey, by the way, we're making this still. Okay, peace. It's, well, it's, that's cool. It's happening, too. Because, I mean, they've, they've even they've shut down fan projects. where There's there were, been so many Unity and, and Unreal 4. A lot like of modders fan remakes of the game. Yeah, a lot of modders took Resident Evil Two and tried to make it super pretty and do their own thing with uh. it. And then Capcom was like, "Knock that shit off!" Because we're actually making one. Mm-hmm. For that's real, why for they real. had to come out and say yeah. something about it because oh, they were trying okay. to keep it secret. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. And then all these fan projects were getting shut down, and they're like, "For why?" And they were like, "Well, we're gonna make we're it. Doing it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Cool. Well, that's awesome. That's what I got for Survival Horror. I mean, it's a fun game. It's on PlayStation 2. You can download it for your PS Vita. You can download it on your PS3. You know, go play it. It's like $6 on the PlayStation Store. That's a classic. If you haven't played Resident Evil 2, or or really even just the first two for that matter, you got to... There's there's a lot of story in it, too. Like a lot of character development for the games that you've probably already played. So Mm -hmm. why don't you go play that game and enjoy Mm -hmm. that? Well, I was a fan of 4, so... um, I, I'd imagine you can get it on the, the PS4. No. No? Not yet. Not yet. Well, you can get, I think you can get Resident Evil Code Veronica. Have they released that on the PS2 downloadable? Do well, I still Evil have my PS3. Zero, so. Resident Evil. Get it on PS3. Resident Evil Original, and then 4 and 5 and 6 and 7. Cool. But not 2 or 3 yet. They cool. haven't done those yet. Well, truth. Andrew, next? do you want to go next? Yeah. Um, the first one I'll talk about is Dark Souls as a, <laughs> as a, as a series. I have never heard of that one. Oh before. man, God, I, we could I do def- a whole episode on this. I'm, I'm. What's What's funny is, is I remember when it came out, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, t- I'll talk about Dark. There's three Dark Souls games, really four, if you want to include the game Bloodborne, which is made by the same really company. Really five, if you want to include Demon Souls. Okay, sure. You know what? There are five Souls esque games made by really, the company from really so- six if you want to incorporate right. the, the game neo inspired it's not made by that company yeah but though. it's inspired no, same type, same the type uh game. the company from software made um demon souls first and it was just it was such a cool interesting twist on i would call it an action rpg because it's a more active it's you like know, Legend of Zelda. combat it really is i would call it big kid zelda 
you are dungeon crawling, finding items, finding weapons, and puzzle and solving puzzles, but you're also just getting your ass beat the entire time <laughs> throughout the game. It's great. Um, are you, are you a human? You're undead. Yes. Okay. So yes, you are. Yes, you are human. You're a person, but you're undead. You're, yes, okay. uh, I'll, and I'll and I'll skip over Demon Souls because that they made that game and then they ended up having to like start a whole new franchise. Yeah. Sorry, I, I haven't played mechanics. any of these. It's all good, man. Dark Souls. Um, yes, you are a you are the chosen undead in the first one, and basically, and and the, and the storyline, the plotline is actually pretty complicated for the entire series because mm-hmm. the only way you're actually able to understand or even really see the entire story is by diving into the lore by reading the descriptions of like every item you find or every piece of armor or pay attention very to the cryptic. pay attention to the very small amount of dialogue that's that's in the game and you kind of look have to look around and explore and really the community that has blossomed around Dark Souls and the fan base is what has fleshed out the story and all of the lore and hmm. I mean I cannot tell you how many hours I have spent funneling through wikis and and watching YouTube videos of really good yeah, YouTubers. Yeah, I know that, it has I know it has a huge oh, like fan incredible. base and following. And like the, the following goes, you know, it's it's more than just having, you know, videos that are showing you a walkthrough of the game or how to beat this boss or whatever. It's people doing videos on here's the backstory of this character that you didn't know existed, but if you look at this clue and this thing and see this thing, you can piece together you know, this, this whole storyline of this particular character. And there's a lot of folks that do that online, and it's so cool, and that was purposeful. That, that was completely a design choice by From Software to make the players engage in their lore and their story in an indirect way. And it worked so well. It brings back the old saying of like Nintendo hard, like games that were super difficult. You just kind of had to figure it out and you Mm -hmm. just have to play it and get better at it as you play. And that's the other thing about the game too, especially the first one is it drops you into this game. There's not an instruction manual for it. There's nothing to, there's some basic control stuff on the, on the actual in game menus and stuff like that. But it's like, all right, Here's a fucking sword, and I hope you don't die. <laughs> and that's how you start. And the the level design in the first one is beautiful. What's interesting about it is that it's 100% loaded from the get-go, meaning the entire game's world is a constant existing thing because you can you can almost walk the entire game world and go through every single dungeon and make one giant loop, kind of. It's, it's and Orlando's it, its own separate. Yeah, world. but there's so much of the game that is just this one sp- giant sprawling labyrinth of mm-hmm. places, and the areas are diverse. Some of them are very bright and foresty and cool, and other ones are dark and sewer, and there's fucking disgusting things in there. Or you've like got the cathedrals with with knights that are you know real scary looking. Like the, I mean, it's just it's so diverse as far as the different types of enemies you're gonna fight oh did i kill tell and you i killed seath that's exciting did you I, really i beat his yeah ass. and connor touched on something that makes me laugh a lot is i've always talked about how difficult dark souls is right but you can there's so much customization in how you can build your character you can build a magic guy a sword guy a real strong guy or in connor's case i'm gonna put every experience point i have into strength and just punch people in the face. <laughs> and that's kind of what his guy is. That's, he that's has a I big old sword. And if he gets hit, he's fucked. 
but if he hits you twice, you're done. <laughs> and it's awesome. Like, it's so... I I remember watching him play the game, and I'm talking about, okay, you know, this, this boss that you're about to fight is really hard, and you need to do this, this, and this. He just goes, okay, and walks in and just goes, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's gone. Did I do good? <laughs> like, that's, that's that's how it... I got so panicked, because the first fight, you can't actually kill Seath. Right. You can't kill him. And I was like... Oh, why can't I hit him? I can't get close enough to hit him. I, can't, I don't have dragon. magic. Yeah. I don't have magic. I don't have magic. And he, you know, he kills you and then you get teleported to that underground area. Um, and then, you know, I walked all up through his fucking archives and shit. Actually, the first time I summoned somebody into my game and I was like, what up, bro? And he shows up. He's wearing the same armor as me. He has the same sword and the same shield. And he just goes, yeah. <laughs> he throws his hands up and we were just like cheering for a second. Like, you know what's up. Yeah. You yeah. Easy mode. Yeah. And so we, we just kind of killed everything. And then somebody invaded the game and killed him. So I came up behind him and just, you yeah. know executed him. Yeah, actually, that's another part of the reason Long why I love the style. game so much is so not only do you have this really awesome single player experience where you're running through all these dungeons and fighting bad guys and collecting items and trying to build your best character to survive this hell that is that game. Because um, the saying, like the catchphrase of the game is prepare to die. That's that's what it is for the first one is the game right. knows it's going to beat the shit out of you. That's fucking and see, terrifying. Oh, it's awesome. It's so cool. It's got, <laughs> it's very gothic. Very, very... Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's got its, a badass factor. So anyway, there is Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. And then there's Bloodborne, which is a complete offshoot unrelated to Dark Souls, but it is made in the same vein. It's the same type of gameplay style. If that game's got to get its own genre. I really liked Bloodborne a lot, actually. Um, but back to the, I kind of went off subject there. Um, there is a multiplayer aspect to Dark Souls that is outstanding. Okay. Um, you can... In certain parts of the game, um, depending on what state your character is in, there's actually items that you have to consume to make yourself able to even get someone in there. If you're in the same area as another player and you're just getting your ass beat and want a friend, um, you can actually summon in a player uh, to come help you out and you guys can run the area together. And it's incredibly rewarding for the other player to go in and do that. They get their own okay. bonus souls and XP for, for doing that. But then the other fun part of the game is you can invade other people's games. So, like, as if this fucking game wasn't hard enough, <laughs> here's this asshole. New who's game plus three, guy. 30 levels higher than me with a sword that's just, that's actually talking to me. It's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Is that you? No, that was my sword. <laughs> you know, and. They come in and just fuck your world up. But the, the, the funniest ones I see, and there's a, re there's a lot of really good YouTube montages of, like, asshole tactics and mm -hmm. Dark Souls, where dudes will come in and just fucking hide. <sighs> like, you'll see, like, Dark Spirit, you know, fucking James294 has invaded your game. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and you can't find him anywhere. And he's waiting. Like, he'll be waiting by, like, the boss door. You know, and you're like, oh, I finally reached the bottom. Oh, God! And he shows up and drives a fucking spear into your head. And you lose all your shit. When you die in Dark Souls, you drop every fucking soul and XP that you have in that spot. And the only way to get it back is to go all the way back to where you died and pick it up. But guess what? If you die before you get there, you lose all your shit. Oh, my God. And so, but what that game does to you is that old school thing where a boss kills you 
And you're just like, I'm going to kill that son of a bitch if it's the last thing I do. Honey, we have to get ready for work. Oh, fuck yourself, Martha. I got to kill Seath. <laughs> you, start, you start going, fuck the XP. I don't care if I lose I'm it. I'm going to kill this bastard. Yeah. And you just then you start to learn like how the boss's moves work and shit like that and how to counter and parry. Sometimes if you chop off a boss's tail or some there's shit, a, you get a sword or something. There's like, a lot of them There's like just that. so many. Although I don't, I didn't really do the counter parry thing. I, the, the shield I use only to block arrows and yeah, magic. Yeah, no, your character pisses me off, Connor. All right. <laughs> Dude, when I walk into a boss fight, I don't read their moves. I walk up and I get behind them and I'm just like, <laughs> but um, it's dead. Yeah, just Dark Souls brings the 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 let's just say the fun adventureness of a Legend of Zelda game, but then adds just terrifying amounts of, and it's also like scary sometimes. Like some of the enemies are truly terrifying. You will jump. There are jump scares in Dark Souls, and all, yes, and all three are. of them. Yeah. And I'm currently on my my second playthrough. Those frog things? Oh, fuck those things, dude. The basilisks? Those yeah, those yeah. suck. Um, they're called that in that game. Um, right. And the uh, in the third game, which is for PS4, Xbox One, and all that good stuff, they really got their shit together as far as refining how the game works, and it's got a great online to it. But I, um, I'm even, like, I'm playing through it again, and there are scares that I forget about. Yeah going through it and i'm like oh, oh oh fuck like what is that why is it why is it eating me what the fuck like there's treasure chests that you'll open and oh, mimics you. fucking hate mimics you know and you're like oh because you're finally like oh oh a treasure chest maybe maybe there's a healing item in it or <laughs> perhaps a new hat i would love a new hat <laughs> let me just bar. go ahead and oh jesus fucking christ like, it just eats you i always attack oh i hit every chest with a sword every yeah. time every yeah time. you can actually throw a um that white thing that prevents Estus recovery. Uh -huh. If you throw it at them, it puts them to sleep, and you can grab the item out of them without even like fighting them. I don't know if it works in the first one though. <laughs> it works in the third one. I just kill them because that's die, fine they too. They die in one hit. Well, so. not for me. <laughs> but anyway, I guess yeah. That's my gushing about uh, Dark, Dark Souls. Souls. Is I mean that's you know I I, I kind of glossed over the whole series. There's there each game has its own rich lore. uniqueness to it, and then I'll, I'll touch on Bloodborne really fast because it is part of the series whereas dark souls is your classic sword let's just say it's sword and shield magic medieval -y type of thing bloodborne is very um hp lovecraft eldritch horror creepy shit with monsters and you are a hunter and you have a gun and a fucking switch weapon like all the we all the weapons have two forms and change into like you'll have your two-handed version or your one-handed version they do different shit there's a whip there's a sword that's also a fucking hammer depending on what you do with it and that game again you have to find out the lore just by paying the fuck attention and reading all the items and shit like that right and that that game is just outstanding so they they were able to take a formula of what was working in the, the the mainland Dark Souls series and apply it to a whole new type of storyline thing, tweak it a little bit, and give you a whole new gameplay experience. And then this game series has now encouraged and uh, blossomed, or I'm sorry, inspired, let's just say, other game developers to make similar types of games, the newest one being Neo, which is Dark Souls plus Ninja Gaiden plus Samurais, and that's what you got. And it's just outstanding. It's a great game. I'm playing it currently. Um, but yeah, I just, I love what Dark Souls, the series has done for gaming 
and and I just personally just love the shit out of it. And it's fun to um, play with your friend that's got it because it's just one of them challenging games that you can kick ass together on. So that's right. why I like it so much. Cool. I think it's swell. It's swell. It sure, <laughs> it sure is swell. Mm. God help me. All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess I'll go next since y'all two have. Gone. Well, that's all the time we have for that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like you gonna a, fucking pull a Matt Damon. Matt da- on. I was just thinking of that. The Matt Damon. Thing. I'm fucking Matt Damon. That's right. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I have no idea how that thing started. I just know that it's a thing. They're where... friends, and he just thought it was funny. Okay. Jimmy Kimmel just did it to him. Are, are they actually friends? Yeah, because like... he's been on there like eight times since, yeah. since that. Okay, great. cool. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if... Because there was one part uh, where uh, I saw this one clip where he actually storms off set. And I was like, is that for real? Or is it part of the... Probably fucking with him. Yeah. Um, okay, so... My game, uh, or first game, is Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. I'm pretty sure no one has heard of it. Um, it has definitely not been hogging all of the spotlight uh, for the past couple of weeks. Um, I'm just kidding. It totally has. Uh, You're talking about Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, right? Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Don't lick the cartridges. Don't lick it. Apparently, they taste like earwax and death. Yes. That's exactly right. It's because they spray it with your wax and death. Mm. They so have it in a bottle. don't put them in their mouth. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's actually, I, uh, I, I talked a little bit uh, briefly um, uh, earlier in the episode about how I just bought a PS4. It's actually kind of what sold me on getting the PS4 uh, because I was pretty sold on getting an Xbox um, up until uh, I, I was like, okay, I have the money. I'm about to pull the trigger. And, of course, I have this tendency to, like, you know, overthink things and be like, well, maybe I should do a little bit more research. So that's kind of what I did. And I basically wrote out a pro and con list for every for each console. And I was like, you know, here's some things that I really like about the Xbox. Here's some things that I really like about PlayStation. And at the end of it, I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'm getting a PlayStation then. Because I saw, like, um, I, I saw Horizon Zero Dawn and it basically had... It had been out for like a day when I was doing my research, mm-hmm. and um, it it was already like everyone was talking about uh, on on Facebook and and on IGN and everywhere else on the internet. Is everything? Uh, it was the only thing that everyone was talking about, and so I watched you know some uh, some videos, uh, the the trailer for it, and I was just like, well, I guess I'm fucking getting the PlayStation. <laughs> so uh, so that's uh, that's my short story of how I wound up with the PS4 recently. Tell me um, more about like zero dawn. Like I, I haven't, like I've watched the trailers for it. Yeah, okay. I've seen I played it, it a is, little bit. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know a lot. About so it. I, uh, you, you guys know me uh, for, for the people out there that don't really know me very well. Gaming. I, I'm, I'm kind of quote unquote new to gaming. Uh, I mean, I've, I've played games for a very long time. I've had a lot of consoles, but I've never been like, major league gamers like you guys have so uh gaming has always kind of been like hold on hold on can we just okay just say andrew was the major league gamer when i sorry when i say major league gamer i mean it in a general term like i am an idiot you guys know what the fuck you're doing dark time for me (laughs) (laughs) no it's funny david because i make fun of him for it all the time oh okay sorry well i wasn't in that joke so you just didn't know yet okay cool uh, so yeah, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, it's basically, uh, it's like Lord of the Rings meets 
Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that's basically what it is. Like you, um, you're a female character, and you really uh, you kind of learn uh, a little bit more about what's going on in the world that you're living in, and the, the storyline in general. Uh, you learn a little bit more as you play the game, uh, which I uh, turns out one, it's one of the things I really like about it is because you know it doesn't dump all this fucking information on you right as you start. Like I've always hated that about certain games. It's just like you start and it you have to sit through like 45 minutes of cutscenes and you're just like, oh my God, like enough of the fucking Im- information. Just let me fucking play. Mm. Uh, so, so that's kind of cool. Um, but basically you're, you're this chick and you have, um, your, your main skills are bow and arrow and you got this cool spear and you walk around and, um, you do like cool, like sneak attacks and melee attacks on these dinosaurs. And there's also, uh, these cultist thugs that walk around and, uh, you get to be kind of sneaky with them too. Like you can, there's all sorts of like tall fucking grass in this game where you can just crouch in and it's, that's part of the game is like. How Stealth. how stealthy and sneaky you can be? Does it feel like uh, Assassin's Creed at all when you're playing it? Uh, you know, I played. Uh, I think it was the first Assassin's Creed uh, I played, and I only played it a little bit. But yeah, like stealth does play a really big part in it because literally everything in this fucking game is trying to kill you. Like even even the humans that you interact with that aren't trying to kill you, those fuckers don't even like you because you're like you, you, this is the part of the game where you really aren't sure. Uh, about yet, but you're some sort of outcast, and people don't like you um, just for whatever reason. I, I won't go into it. Once you get to playing it, you'll understand. Um, but yeah, uh, stealth is definitely a big part of gameplay. Um, and uh, yeah, I actually, um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I wrote a short blog uh, post on the website, uh, so if you want to go read about uh, my initial thoughts after a couple days of playing it, it's it's on there. Um, but I will glaze over uh, a few things um, that I wrote about. Uh, one was the aesthetics. Uh, it was one of the things right off the bat that I noticed. Um, the game is absolutely fucking beautiful. Um, I'm like just... What, what was beautiful about Lord of the Rings, of course, was the cinematography and the scenery and just all the giant landscape shots. That's what's great about this game is just like the wide open landscape shots because it is an open world game. It's it, it it's almost like um, I don't want to compare it aesthetically to uh, um, GTA Five. <laughs> it's it's well, it, I mean it's, if you're if you're playing the comparison as far as like sprawling gorgeous landscape, I mean GTA Five was beautiful. Yeah, I know. mean it was mod- modeled after LA. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's aesthetically beautiful. Um, one of the things that I find beautiful about it is the attention to detail. Uh, like, when you move, like, like through the grass, the grass moves with you. And, like, you can see the all the individual blades of grass, like, swaying in the wind. Um, and I had never fucking seen that before. So when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, it was, mm. it, it was pretty incredible to watch. You have, um, you have started to experience that next-gen console shit. Right, yeah, yeah. It, that, that next-level visual shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, uh, it was pretty great. The fucking um, dinosaur things that are robots. 
Yeah. What What's that about? Can like, you eat their robot bits? Like I'm. Con- they are not edible. Um, I'm saying there's a shitload of them. So like, is there the, are. are you on Earth or like, is it a planet that is? You are led I mean, to is this believe. Is a Charlton Heston type thing where it's no, like you... they they tore it down. According to uh, the, a short synopsis of the game, if you look it up, I you are on Earth, but it's definitely not now. Um, it's sometime either in the past or the future. I don't know. Um, but these robots, uh, they they have humans are the minority, and these machines they basically have taken over. They they are now uh, the the popular vote, if you will, the dominant um, race. Yes, on the planet. Because um, the, uh, they, they seem to be very like they're they're almost like bio organic, like they're they're almost like organic as well. Mm-hmm. Like they have almost like living parts to them, right? But they're machines. Yeah, okay. um, the, that's uh, it's pretty accurate, um, and biomechanical is what I was looking for. Sorry. Yeah, um, but no, you have like this cool little. It looks like a Bluetooth headset um, uh, by your ear that you you basically start out the game as a young child, um, and that's only for a little bit. Uh, but you find uh, this this thing that when you push it, it allows you to um, analyze like these machines and like find their weaknesses and stuff. So if you want to be stealthy, like hide in the grass, you can turn this thing on and pull your bow and arrow back and you can look at like um, like these things will light up. The machines will be blue and the, their weaknesses will like light up in like highlighter uh, yellow and you know exactly where to hit them. It's you're still going to get fucking trampled on because as soon as you hit them, they know where you are and you better get ready to fucking dodge. It just sound, it sounds like to me that we're seeing, because they marketed this game alongside the PS4 Pro, uh, mm-hmm. boasting about the, the graphics and right. how if you get the PS4 Pro, you actually get to really experience what it can look like. Um, it sounds like this might be the first game in a... Uh, and let's just say the next set of really good looking shit that we're going to get going forward. I mean, Resident Evil 7 is beautiful, Connor, watching you play that. But right. mm-hmm. everything I've seen about Horizon Zero Dawn and hearing you talk about it and hearing some other friends talk about it, all they're talking about is like, this is the most gorgeous fucking thing I've ever seen yeah. on, on a console. And I remember seeing that at the E3 reveal of that game. It's neat to see a completely original concept come out. Um, as far as oh fucking robot dinosaurs and it's kind of Earth's yeah I, I mean, shit like it's not a sequel to anything you know we, we bitched about that in our right. first podcast as far as uh, films and everything but this is a brand new we'll call it IP mm-hmm. coming out and it's uh, definitely been well reviewed and and making waves as far as mm-hmm. uh, the gaming landscape yeah no for sure it's uh, it's crazy um, I love it uh, of course I don't like I said I, I don't have a whole lot of you know, gaming experience. I, I don't. How far are you in? Like, how many hours you put in that game so far? Uh, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I have no idea how you check how many hours you've. Is it is it a general? Be, uh, when when you access the, are there, is there an option for multiple saves, or does it just turn on when you? Um, the only way I have found to have multiple saves is when you have multiple users or user accounts on yeah. your PlayStation. Um, <coughs> but I, I'm, I'm sure like, I just haven't gone digging However around. However you look the... at your saves, it'll have a timestamp on it. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, I, I, I'm sure it's, it's at least, uh, t- I want to say 15 to 20 hours is, is nice. what I've logged so far. Um, so a pretty decent, pretty decent portion. Word. Um, 
I mean, I could go on and on and on about this. It's really nothing that, you know, you, you couldn't look up uh, either in, you know, my blog post or, uh, you know, on IGN or whatever. Um, one thing that I really, really like is uh, the costumes and the hair. Uh, I want to say that we'll probably see a lot of cosplay in the next conventions oh, I for, for these characters. At the next con. Yeah. yeah. Um, but God bless the people that take on the responsibility of doing this fucking cosplay, especially if they do decide to do the main character. She has just layer after layer after layer of article of clothing. Now, they're all like little pieces, but her costume is very intricate. Her hair is uh, it reminds me a lot of Ray's hair at the very end of episode seven, mm-hmm. um, how it kind of has like the knotted thing up up top, and um, it, it's just kind of you know intricate and uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's pretty amazing. And the dude's hair, like they might as well be like hipsters from East Nashville. Um, <laughs> like Fair it's enough. it's like shaved on the sides and in the back, and then it's like dreads on top. He's always writing a screenplay. <laughs> Always. Yes. Always. And he's too cool for Starbucks. He mm-hmm. only eats one chicken tender for lunch at McDougal's Chicken. <laughs> Orders one. One. Just one. With water. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my uh, that's that's my thoughts on um, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's exciting. It's, yeah, I'm glad it, you're playing. I'm just glad that you have a, a new console. No, uh, fucking me too. I'm <laughs> like it, awesome. it was. Uh, I, I was. I was kind of scared to get it. One one of my hesitations um, of getting it was that it would kind of be a repeat of my Xbox 360 thing where I just got it to play with you guys, like mm-hmm. play video games with you guys. And if you guys weren't playing, then I wasn't playing. Dude, most of my shit is personal couch play. Like, yeah. like that's why I ended up grabbing an Xbox One when I did versus the PS4 because I had had the PS4. It got... You know, yeah. I, well, I had to I had to sell it to help out a friend, but well, that's um, yeah, that's why I got this game. Uh, one of the, uh, one of the many reasons I got this game was that, uh, as far as I know, there's no multiplayer, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, it, it, it's all you know campaign mode. Single so it, player experiences, yeah. man. Yeah. So it, it kind of forces me to play it, you know, by myself, you know, t- and to rediscover gaming as a whole uh, by myself and. Yeah. Um, I gotta tell you, I'm neglecting a lot of things. Uh, no, I, I'm not. It's just, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun getting back into gaming, and I think I chose um, uh, the right game and the right console to get back into gaming. Go pick uh, up Bloodborne. Okay. I'm telling you, man. It's twenty bucks. Or Dark Souls 15. three, so I can play with bucks. you. <laughs> is, is do I, do I need to play the other Dark nope. Souls? Cool. I, I meant to ask you that question because. I know that three is the everyone the the one that's everyone. Oh my god, three is the game that everyone is playing right now. Mm. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I wasn't I'm playing sure. one. So you know. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, Connor, do you want to tell us about your second pick? Um, yeah. So for JRPGs, I'm going to pick something a little bit more obscure. Uh, it is a series that we know very well and has uh, uh, continued to fail. Over and over, over the past few years, um, even though I did like Star Ocean, The Last Hope International, some people fucking hated it, I liked it. Um, 
there's a new one that I didn't even fucking know was out and saw it at work and I was like, oh fuck, I should probably the worst buy title that. I've ever seen. It's like yeah, it's like fucking a page long for a name. Like it's I can't even terrible. remember. I what don't it is. remember the name of the Star Ocean game. That's it's quite literally my favorite RPG series. Um, so Star Ocean One came out in Japan. We didn't get it until way later. Actually, probably like two thousand nine. I think is when we got Star Ocean First Departure on PSP, which is a remake with anime scenes cinematically replacing the uh, sprite movement scenes with. Uh, letter dialogue which was real fun to sit through um so we got stars from the second story here in the states and everybody was like the fuck is this what do you mean the second story what happened to the first story <laughs> it's like you don't know what the fuck happened in the first story well fuck you just jump in and uh it comes to find out actually to fan uh entertaining uh moments like like when you find out lore that comes from like a game that was never released here in the states everybody finds out that uh roxas uh, who is your father and uh, when you play as Claude and uh, stars from the second story, the game has the first game is about him doing essentially the same thing that Claude does, which is super cool. So you find out like this whole storyline, like his dad also got stranded on an alien planet and had to make friends with the locals and learned about magic and shit. Then he's a science officer aboard basically Star Trek. <laughs> like, like, it's Star Trek the RPG, essentially, with anime. Um, what makes the game so brilliant, though, uh, is its fight-and-play style. While you're playing the game, uh, it's, it's very simplistic. It's 3D-rendered backgrounds, sometimes uh, matte, essentially, paintings like Resident Evil is, uh, where there's just backgrounds um, with interactable objects and areas that you can go into and you know, go into a shop, do things, talk to people. Um, and it's just 2D sprites, and you run around and do that business. Those sprites are represented as your characters for the whole game in whatever scenario you're in. Cut scene, uh, battle, uh, when you're run running around the overworld, everything. Those sprites are your characters, and you get real familiarized with how they move and function. Um, when you go into battle, it is a real-time real battle with elements of turn-based battle as well as uh, full control of your character. So when you play as a fighting style character, you will run around the map and quite literally attack enemies during in, in the battle phase. Instead of it going just back and Instead forth of it like just a back Final and Fantasy forth, game. Yeah, yeah, you run around and attack and you have special moves and combos and all kinds of things you can do. If, you're, if you have an, another character who is a caster, you preset uh, the types of attacks they'll do, the patterns they'll do, the defensive maneuvers that they'll do, and you set it and program them to do those things. Mm -hmm. If you're a healer, same situation they function like turn-based they have essentially the limit breaker timer that goes on in between what they can do there are so many skills in these games that you you get because you get experience points to level up of course but you also get skill points that go towards literally hundreds upon hundreds of skills that you can learn in the game that affect your character's relationships, your character's battle functionality, your character's personality, your character's ability to do things such as create items. All of these things uh, interweave into each other. Um, oh, man. Yeah. So you can have... And different characters randomized. Every time you play it, it's fucking different. Different characters have specialties in certain skills. Can that, one of your skills be a vacuum mouth? Uh, if no, that's not a one. No problem. I was just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, maybe Celine. She's she's kind of a whore. 
Does Celine do vacuum mouth? She'll do a vacuum mouth for you, bud. What level does Celine have to be to unlock 37. vacuum it's mouth? 37. Right. It's 37. I'll, I'll just go ahead and cut the bullshit. All right. All right. <laughs> just, just find her and start leveling up. There's also a slew of, I believe, like 20-something characters that uh, throughout the game you can find or not find. Like, and they'll join your party. And, and there's cool fucking characters with crazy stories and all kinds of shit. Um, what's fucking fantastic is the ability to learn something like cooking. And if there are other characters in your party that know how to cook, you can combine their skills to do uh, master chef cooking, where you find raw ingredients out in the fucking field to cook (laughs) items. Just imagine one of your party's characters is just Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) Essentially! (laughs) And he's just yelling at the rest of the crew. Essentially, dude, Claude is fucking, like, blonde and shit. I sent him to the fucking cooking tournament in the game. It's just fucking raw! It's raw! Um... But there's all kinds of things you can do. This you meat can, was any more red, it'd be a Weasley. <laughs> you can you can learn uh, skills called like reverse side, which reverse side is your character's ability to be a fucking liar. <clears throat> and uh, you can create fake documents to walk up into an inn and be like, I own this bitch. <laughs> so you don't have to pay money to stay at the inn anymore. You can just fucking walk up and be like, I own this. This is mine. <laughs> it's um, a very official document. <laughs> Clearly not written in crayon. It's it's like that document from Parks and Rec that Ron has. He's like, I can do what I want, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, uh, another skill that you can learn called copying. Mm-hmm. Where you, you can learn, become Ron Swanson? If you learn reverse side and you learn copying, you can create something called a Veterans Medal. Mm. <laughs> and the Veterans Medal automatically levels you up another level. When you learn the copying skill, you can replicate that item. <laughs> so you can just be like, level 100. Now, it's not, it's not that fast. It's not that fast. Because in order to learn those skills, you need to be about like level 60, 70 to actually pull them off effectively. Because it's essentially a dice roll chance of whether or not you're going to get it. A certain amount of percentages. But that applies to fucking every goddamn thing in the entire fucking game. Cooking, talking to people, building relationships. Yes, you build relationships with the other fucking characters in the game in order to fucking do shit. You create your own weapons and armor and items and everything, and it's all encompassed, and it's this fucking fantastic science fiction, magic, uh, anime, romance story that's all just blended beautifully together, and then the rest of the games in the series can suck my fucking dick because they're not as good. And what console is this for? PlayStation 1. Yeah. Okay. I've watched you play it a it's little bit. It's made by Triace and Enix. It is, it is an adorable looking romp. Interesting. So yeah. It's fun yeah. as fuck. And there's there's 83 different endings to the game. <laughs> like literally 83? 83 different endings to the game. Oh, well, holy That's shit. That's how many alternative things you can fucking do in it. So, yeah. Like, do you make a bologna sandwich or a turkey sandwich? <laughs> here's, the, here's the fucking thing, though. You're joking? <laughs> but like if your character has a favorite food their charisma with other characters in the party go up especially with the person who made the food mm-hmm. <laughs> i fucking hate dan he made this this fucking chicken salad the other day i love dan i want to marry dan <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um okay well fuck i guess i'll reveal my second one yeah, um, go for it. My other game that I think is just absolutely swell, just swell. is Banjo Kazooie. God, mm. nobody likes that game. <laughs> you, know, you know, I've never played Banjo Kazooie. Oh, Dave. 
David. Am I missing out? Dave. But you were literally over at my house, like, what, two days ago? Yes. And I had Banjo-Kazooie in my hand. Well, we were a little when, busy. We were both bing, naked bing, in your bed, so. You guys didn't call me? That's aside from the point. That's aside from the point. Okay, after I pulled Wave Race 64 out of your asshole and <laughs> told you you could borrow the N64, you don't have to keep coming over to use it. <laughs> oh my God, you fucked him with Wave Race 64? <laughs> No, he actually he back. actually managed to stick all three points of the N sixty four controller <laughs> up my ass. Talented, yes. And, um, and in the background, <laughs> what is the wave race thing? Um, uh, all right. Well, speaking of getting fucked by a controller, Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> Banjo Kazooie um, is can fucking borrow. It. You have my N sixty four. All right. Banjo Kazooie was made okay. by Rare, uh, which created such I like wonderful games as Donkey Kong Country and uh, Goldeneye, Goldeneye 007, Killer Instinct, and Killer Instinct, and Jet Force Gemini, Conker's Bad Fur Day, and all those lovely things. And so Banjo-Kazooie was one of the first N64 games that I owned, and it is it was, I think it owes its existence, honestly, to the success of Super Mario 64. Oh, absolutely. As do a lot of those modern, well, at the didn't, time. Didn't Banjo come out of a failed Conker game, though? I don't remember. I, honestly, you're you're. I, that's a fact that I'm not. I'm wrong. Um. Anyway, <laughs> and so now Banjo Kazooie, you you play as a bear named Banjo and his uh, lovable female companion Kazooie, who is a fucking bird. And she's um, an asshole. And she's a dick. Like she's a sarcastic twat. <laughs> like like and like friends die and she makes jokes about it like, on the oh, spot. Fuck that sucks. But um, <laughs> the game has a fantastic sense of humor and the it's a it's a good old platformer you know you're running around you're jumping on shit and that's what you do you're collect instead of let's just say if you want to compare it to uh to mario 64 instead of collecting coins you're collecting um honeycomb music notes and honeycombs and jiggies which are puzzle pieces so instead of also stars, a racial slur I'm, oh God. I'm looking at it right now. It looks it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was extremely extremely fun. But um, uh, did, did, did nobody but, see that. Sorry, guys, you can't see this, but uh, he's browsing Banjo Kazooie, and there was just straight up like Banjo Kazooie furry porn. Like, oh yeah, where? Uh, they're just they're getting it. There you go. Look right at his there. look at his God. look at his pecs. <laughs> look at those fucking oh, bear pecs. Look at her. The God anthropomorphic bullshit. God, Kazooie has boobs. Yeah, why does she have boobs? I found birds I've, don't have boobs. I found There's an no article the other boobs. day. It was like twenty different uh, cartoon characters that we were inexplicably sexually attracted to <laughs> growing up, and I was like, yeah. But uh, what's her name? The the uh, from Who Framed Roger Rabbit wasn't on there. You mean the one that was human? Yeah, on the list. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what was her fucking anyway, name? Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Rabbit. Okay. Sorry, I derailed your conversation. No, it's cool. Just uh, In Banjo-Kazooie, as far as your gameplay mechanics, what's cool about it is Banjo can roll and swipe his claws and jump and do stuff like that. But most of the coolest things you can do involve using Kazooie, and she lives in your backpack. Mm-hmm. You have a backpack, and she just lives in there. And she can do peck moves. She can also elongate your jumps. Make you jump higher, and then eventually you gain. Like, she elongate other things. Um, yeah, if you're looking at the top twenty 
list of weird shit to jack off to that you did. Um, and so I did not um, type that in. It just so, came up by accident. Absolutely. Uh, what cartoon characters are sexy? But um, anyway, you um, it's just it's just super fun and all the different you travel to different worlds in the game. Your objective is to rescue your sister from the evil witch Gruntilda, who's just a big mean bitch, and her whole scheme. <laughs> is to steal the youth of Banjo's sister to make her look pretty um, so that she can be number one on the list of top 20 weird shit that David Jack's off to. And so... Um, Why do you guys all of a sudden think that... Hey, I'm just going off the info you're spitting at me. Because I told you I found an article about sexy cartoon Found characters. or searched for? Uh, I found this, good sir, by Typed accident. in letter by letter. <laughs> God, you guys found me out. Fuck. <laughs> guys, I got to be honest. I jack off to cartoons every day. <laughs> you you ever seen that show, Bubble Guppies? Oh <laughs> <laughs> that gay Teletubby gets you, me going. You ever seen, Him and his purse. You ever seen Dino Trucks? God damn it. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? I just fucking love monster trucks with raptor heads. That turns me on. What was that show with the fucking shark men that were like... Uh, street shark. Street shark. <laughs> Man. Love me a street shark. Biker mice from Mars are the only thing that gets me off. Oh, man. Every time I would watch Pinky in the Brain, every single time Pinky would go, Nark, I would just lose it, man. <laughs> I would just fucking lose it. Didn't matter. Didn't matter like where I was. If I heard a sound that sounded kind of similar to that, that which sucks because my Uncle Steve sneezed kind of like that, and we'd be at Thanksgiving, and Steve would go, Nark, and I'm like, oh. Is that, is that your own noise? Anyway, Banjo-Kazooie is such a great family entertaining kind of video game. Um, I just love it because it was just the the soundtrack too. It's great. The sense of humor is great. It's good old platforming, going from world to world, collecting all the things and funny little characters. You can turn into like different little creatures and stuff. And there's a um, freaking shaman that can turn you into shit. That's awesome. And then it spawned a sequel, Banjo-Tooie, which is actually a better game than the first one. And it was one of the last Nintendo 64 games that came out during that lifespan of that console. Hmm. And Banjo-Tooie is more of the same with new cool shit that you can do. Graphics are way better. And it looks beautiful. Now, then a really sad thing happened. Microsoft purchased Rare... And they thought they were going to get Donkey Kong out of the deal, but then Nintendo was like, lol, no, we own Donkey Kong. <laughs> they just made that other game for us. Go fuck yourself. And so they ended up, we're like, we're going to make a new Banjo-Kazooie game, and we're all excited, and it's not. It turned out to be the worst video game possibly ever created, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, which is like, hey, let's build shopping carts with uh, rocket jets on them and crash them into walls because the game's broken. Um <laughs> And it's it's but hey, you just you, happened to be you banjo. You forgot about grab by the ghoulies. Well, I, I was talking about banjo. I know, but they way. came out with a couple. They try. Games. I know. I'm just saying though. But anyway, yeah. I don't know. Good. I have a lot of good childhood memories of playing the absolute shit out of. Both and now of those you games. have adult memories of playing the absolute and shit out I of Killer Instinct. Them. Yeah, and I play that now. Mm-hmm. And thank them. Yeah. Thank Microsoft. Yeah. Say thank you. No. Say thank you to Microsoft. No, I won't. Say thank you. I won't. 
Thank you. <laughs> no, that's my other one. So, Dave, you're 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 the last one. I am. I am the last. Give, give us some info on uh, the games you like. All right. The last. The last game. The last game. Is it a swell game? I. Uh, it is a swell God, game. To me. Swell. To me, it's swell and. Uh, and uh, hopefully it will uh, be swole with you guys. Um, I don't know why I just said swole, um, because that's Are not Are you right. feeling swole? Uh, I am, I'm not feeling swole. I'm it feeling is. bloated and gassy, oh. um, but not swole. I should feel swole because I have a, uh, a gym membership, but I do not feel swole. You won't give me that gym membership? No. Man, you don't need a gym membership. <laughs> <laughs> just need to go down just to the quarry and throw rocks. Man, just go and throw a goddamn rock. That's all you gotta do. I'm my own goddamn gym. I'm my membership. own goddamn gym <laughs> membership. I deadlift my water jugs. <laughs> <laughs> just I take beer kegs out there and just toss them about. You you don't need no fucking five hour energy. You just need to get yourself a Keurig cup full of espresso beans. <laughs> I actually I watched that pretty recently. Yeah. It, 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 it it's holds. Actually, it's funny. It holds up. <laughs> it holds up. I ate those coffee grounds, and let me tell you, the pit, the pit spit of the neck of the Corona bottle that, is that's, my favorite part. That's still on our YouTube channel. Of right? course it is. Okay, uh, for those two, of you yeah, that don't know uh, what we're talking about, it's uh, what's the name of the video? It's uh, Steve's God Dang Steve's God Dang Workout. Steve's God Dang Workout. Go to our workout. YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/two-player-media. Look for Steve's God Damn Workout and or God, God Dang. Dang, sorry. Yeah, and it's fun (laughs) i i had a lot of fun filming it mostly because i didn't have to do any of the ridiculous shit that andrew Andrew literally had to cut open a keurig cup full of uh, it it, was kalua flavored coffee yeah and he just puts the whole thing in his (laughs) mouth and washes it down with the tall cool corona can i can i just be totally honest with you Hmm. your your movement from pulling out the switchblade and putting it in the cup is is pretty fluid throwing it back is beautiful (laughs) no hesitation times and knew how to do it there was there was like no look (laughs) there was no look in his eye that said Maybe this is a bad idea. Uh, no, no man. His eyes, though, because he's wearing Ray-Bans. I was committed as fuck, <laughs> obviously. Hey, I saw through those Ray-Bans, all man, right? Man, when we got back to the house, like I smelled like mud, corona, sweat, smelled like coffee. Shit. I, it was all mixed together. Pretty <laughs> sure you took like a like a, an hour-long shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I needed to wash off the fail. Yeah. Okay, can we be honest, though? The grossest thing that I've done pretty much the Really oh, Connor's got me beat by a long shot as far the, the as... The ranch one was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> the ranch one was pretty bad. Because I just, like, threw that up. Can we do more tu- turbo dust? Yeah, I'll yeah. snort some fucking pixie sticks. <laughs> we need to do more turbo dust. Turbo dust part two. Can we please have... Can we... No, no, no. Can we please have me in a fucking club with bitches? Yes. And just a mountain of pixie <laughs> sticks down? Tony Montana pixie sticks. And I just put my face in it and just pull it back up and <laughs> That's all it is. It's like it's the slow fucking clockwork orange shot of them in the white room. Oh my where they're god. They're drinking the fucking milk shit. And it just, and slowly, just slowly comes slowly in on you. Going in and and just maybe have a have a slight monologue yeah. going with some really light music. A little bit of the in out, in out. I thought that I knew everything there was to know. I thought I was on top of the world. But I didn't know 
that I wasn't on top of the world until I tried turbo dust. <laughs> it changed me. It changed my world. Killed my family and my friends. <laughs> I ran there naked. No, there is no turning back. <laughs> 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 I want to have shots of you running through grocery stores and shit. Just, ah, 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 just going through all of them. And it's just rain. It's colors <laughs> everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Like Lightning McQueen from Cars just comes flying by his head for some reason. Jesus. David, video game? Yeah, the last game. Sorry, we got way off topic. Uh, no, it's. It, I mean, we we warned everyone... That we're just talking about shit. That this is general uh, unstructured chat time w- that's loosely based off video games. <laughs> loosely. Um, no, have you guys ever heard of a N64 game called Perfect Dark? Oh, man. Never. It's, what the fuck is that? Of course uh, I have. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, that, is, that, is my, uh, that is my game, um, my second game. Uh, I was actually, uh, I was chatting with Connor um, about this when I went to go borrow his uh, N64 the other day, uh, that I was going to choose um, Jet Force Gemini, which is probably, it's in my top three, Um, and I I was going to choose it, uh, but just for some reason, I I revisited Jet Force Gemini, and I revisited Perfect Dark, and I just, like, I felt more passionately about Perfect Dark. Um, so I wanted to talk about that one. So that's a very interesting story, isn't it? Fucking. What? <laughs> exactly. I, I lost everyone there. I thought it was <clears throat> fine. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad. I like Perfect Dark too, David. So. Better than Jet Force Gemini. I, I was, uh, uh, while, uh, we were doing prepping work, uh, earlier this evening, I, did some research and found out a couple things. Who did I, prepping work? Uh, me. Good. Cool. Uh, it has uh, it used the same engine that 007 did. That's kind of why it has the same feel that uh, that GoldenEye does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realize that. Um, oh yeah. So, I was about to say so you mean makes, GoldenEye 007 too? Yeah, that's it, it's kind of the feel. But I I, mm-hmm. I think I actually enjoy this game a little bit more yeah, than golden it's, it's a little more solid yeah it's oh I, I mean i just i think the i think i like the story better mm. um i mean the story for golden eye is, is awesome GoldenEye. yeah but um this uh, you know they had to come up with this mm-hmm. uh as opposed to where golden eye is based off the movie um but anyways uh so a couple things about this game that i want to talk about uh i realized when i was playing it that it was, I think, the very first game that I heard swearing mm, in. Mm. Um, like, I was, I, I was, I, I came out of the fucking elevator, and, like, the very first guy I see, he was like, you bitch! <laughs> and, I was, oh, damn. and I was like, well, there was swearing in this well, There was no game. reason for that. <laughs> that was completely uncalled for. But, like, that's one of the funniest fucking things about this game. Like, I mean, it's not a funny game. It's not It's not humorous, but it's what I find humor in. Mm. And, and, like, like you see a dude, and one dude is like, God damn it! 
Like, just because he sees you, he's like, God damn it. Like, I don't know if he's, like, fucking fiddling around trying to get his gun ready. But, like, these dudes seriously take forever. Like, they see you and they're like, oh, it's this bitch. And then they, <laughs> and then they fucking sidestep. Instead of being like, oh, ding, ding, is, ding, ding. Okay, like, no just, one can see this at, at home because I got to do it. But it's this. It's this, right? You bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What yeah. Oh, Connor gosh. basically just moved. He's just um, doing a little bit of a. Jig. He did like four pivots in order to turn around and shoot someone. Uh, but that's basically. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a copy of the game that you just voice over the whole thing. <laughs> I want every character to react the way you. God damn it! It's that bitch. <laughs> But uh, the thing is, like, there's there's like two or three versions. There's like, you bitch, and then there's like when he gets shot, he's like, oh bitch. Um, <laughs> I just, <laughs> you know, bitch. bitch. Um, but no. Um, and then of course the uh, when they get shot, um, and they're dying, there's the classic, why me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so dramatic with those NPCs. They're yeah, security guards. Yeah, they're, they're like not even cops. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, they are security guards. It's just why me? And like I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, yes, you are. Do you imagine? I'm like, dying, you bitch. Do you imagine like in any like actual like like action movie now? It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger shoots a guy in the fucking. He just goes, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love this game so much. Is just because. The fucking randomness of like I'm dying. I love I love the part when you're in the tower, like right at the beginning, and they start coming down the glass elevators, and you're just like, nope, and you hit the button, and the elevator starts to <laughs> and go they're back just up like, the monitor, and they're, yeah, like, and they just walk around, and you just pull out the gun, and you just shoot the glass at the elevator, right. and they're dead. Like, right. Um, you bitch. You bitch. Uh, just a little bit about the gameplay. Uh, I love uh, or no, uh, like thank God for auto aim. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if the, that's the technical name for it, if there's numerous names for it, but when you're kind of like in the vicinity, like when you're trying to aim at someone and it kind of like aims for you, like it, it pulls your aim to an enemy mm -hmm. and that way you're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm pointing at the enemy and you, you shoot. Also, N64 has an angular analog stick with a very, very sensitive and small dead zone. Mm -hmm. So when you're aiming, like if you just... If you move, if you're like, I'm going to turn left, you just, yeah, it, just it is throw yourself in a direction. It is very sensitive. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, if you can learn to use the auto aim, then, uh, that's, that's one of the reasons <laughs> cause you know, I'm, I'm terrible at games. So, uh, I, I love the auto aim. Dude, it's no, great. You have to use the auto aim when you play a first person shooter at N64. Yeah. It's just, it's required. It's a must. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I had a little note that you know we which we already kind of touched on. It, it it feels like a one of the reasons why I liked it. It feels like a combination between GoldenEye and like Mission Impossible. Sure. Um, I think I can't remember if the Mission Impossible game that I played was on the PlayStation or the N sixty four. Yes. No, there is one on N sixty four. Was there? I think so. Uh, I I think the one that I played was on PlayStation, but I can't gotcha. be sure. I, I I could be wrong. But I remember, uh, uh, I remember the gameplay for that vaguely, and it kind of it feels like a combination of those two, but like set 
uh, and it, it almost like the way it opens up and you know there's flying cars and stuff like that it almost feels like you're playing in the same universe as um, Fifth Element uh, that and Blade Runner. Okay, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah it, like with the guess, rain well, coming you, down, you it do, very has like a like a film noir like feel do, to it. You do, and you also get kind of a Ghost in the Shelly vibe from it. Yeah, 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 sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, those are some of the things that I uh, I really liked about it. I mean, you know, like, did you know some fun facts about that game, David? Uh, I do not know any fun facts. While you're ever. playing, if you tilt the car backwards. You can uh, tilt what backwards? The cart, the cartridge, and the N64. Okay. You push it, just kind of give it a nudge. Uh, it will fuck with the character models super hard. So you'll like, walk, you'll turn around and like their arms will just be like, <laughs> 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 and like their legs will just be walking. <laughs> like, okay, you remember the Jill Chicken yes. fucking uh, uh, model swap? Yeah. yeah, essentially everybody becomes that. Or, like, they'll be walking around a corner and their head will just be stuck on the corner. And their body <laughs> just, their just, just stays there. <laughs> and it oh stretches the polygons out. It's fantastic. Awesome. Um, uh, you can also... Uh, there's a way to take the gun out of the training area and just kill everybody at HQ and you'll fail the game. <laughs> Okay. At the very beginning. Yeah, at the very beginning in the training area, you can go into the fucking test area and basically, like, I'm putting the gun. Okay. (laughs) And just walk back and just be like. And just walk through the whole fucking place. It's even funnier when you do that once you corrupt the ROM. Okay. So when they're all. (laughs) Their bodies are flanneling everywhere and you're just. You're going to have to show me how to do this because I'm very interested. Okay, you ready? I'm going to show you how to do it. Oh, so you just push it. You just push, push the, it real good. Just push the cart forward. Make sure, I mean, don't like break the fucking cartridge off in the pin slot, but like. Right. Yeah, give just, it a little just tilt. give it a little tilt. A little okay. tilt. You can also do that with a 007 Goldeneye, and the character models uh, get real funny. Cool. Yeah, sometimes their heads and their legs are like swapped, so there's just like a head down here and a leg just going. Um, it's great uh, one more note on uh this game um it it also in uh, this and goldeneye both introduced me to the world of sidestepping um as a form of getting around yeah i didn't really know about sidestepping until this game and goldeneye um like i remember i almost distinctly remember the day where a friend like came over and he was like let's play some goldeneye and he was like couldn't hit him like well, yeah, there was that because we were playing multiplayer and he was just dodging back and forth, back and forth, like until he got close to me. And all he did was fucking karate chop me in the fucking neck. <laughs> and I was like, Woo! And it just died. Um, and I was like, how the fuck are you doing? He's like, I'm just sidestepping, man. It's, it's the C buttons, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the left and right C buttons. And uh, I was like, how the fuck are you doing it? And he's like, it's it's sidestepping. Pretty general shit. And I was like well i'm a fucking moron so you're gonna have to elaborate and so he showed me how sidestepping works and i realized in that moment that you didn't have to go forward then turn your body left then go forward again then turn your body right and go forward again you can actually (sighs) glide as if you're drifting like around corners and shit yeah right yeah and it just totally like it, it uh, it amped up my love for 
for those two games mm-hmm. even more than it already yeah, was how... because all of a sudden I could play better. Mm-hmm. So well, they fixed they fixed controls for FPS and modern right first person shooters that like you don't have to separately press something to sidestep anymore it's just kind of integrated in how you move your your movement and the camera plus how you turn the character can perform sidestep where you can move around however you need to right so. fuck yeah david that's cool. a good game yeah i uh yeah it's a good one i i'm gonna i'm gonna show you some videos of the corrupting the car. okay uh, i i can't wait um, do you guys have uh, any other anything else to add to any any final Speed thoughts? Speed round, Ninja Gaiden. You, uh, Donkey Kong Country. You, uh, Silent Hill on the PlayStation One. Good choice, everybody. You have a wonderful night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, Connor, I have to do the final. final no, don't tell them. Don't things. tell them goodbye. Just tell them have a good uh, night. Uh, <laughs> I saw Andrew's hand on the computer. That's why I was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, wait, I have to plug the social media and shit. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess that will do it for this evening's podcast. Uh, as always, you can find us uh, on our official website, geekgaragepodcast.com. Uh, you can all... What was that? Are you looking for something? Aliens. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I heard a big rumble and bang. You uh, please like our facebook page uh facebook.com slash geek garage podcast uh follow us on twitter at geek garage pod uh we are also on instagram um what else guys hey you know we've got um got a convention coming up it's yeah. the middle tennessee <laughs> oh, yeah, anime thank you. convention yeah uh, be 14th 15th and 16th yeah we were gonna and try and uh we were gonna <laughs> try and get a panel um but it's uh, okay yeah, we, we wanted to get a panel so we can do a live version of our podcast. So you know what we do? Right. And we get all our close friends and just do it in a room somewhere. <laughs> we'll, we'll invite everyone to, like, the media room. No, we'll, we'll, regardless of whether or not we do something with Geek Garage Podcast there, we will absolutely be filming something fun uh, yeah. to put on the two-player media page and, and, and it'll be awesome and we'll be harassing people i'll probably either make some buttons or some yeah. stickers or cards or something like that to hand out to people um and just know that i at the bar i i yeah, i am not above bar. harassing total strangers uh, be like hey do you listen to podcasts no well you should and you should definitely listen to ours give me your fucking kids i'm gonna, f- <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> fart on a stranger why would you do that? Just to Why not? Because he's not—he's not above it. Bring right. the point home, you know. Fair enough. Really tell him what the podcast is about. Cool. Well, I can't wait. Well, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Thank you for joining us. Go follow us on all our shit and listen to our uh, earlier podcast episodes. Uh, thank you so much. One through five. Yes. Snap, snap, crackle, snap, crackle, crackle, pop. That's our phrase, right? Nope, we don't not. have a catchphrase. We, we, Fuck, we, we don't have a catchphrase. We should pick one. I'm Andrew Nolenberg, and you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> 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 <laughs>